This video is brought to you by CatBeast.com. Design your own custom snapbacks and hats. There was one song where he said, um, the right, oh, oh, it's the one with Schoolboy. Mm -hmm. He says, the righteous will remain righteous and the filthy will remain filthy. Mm -hmm. In a sense, we're all guilty. So when you stop and think about that, it's like, okay, yeah, innocence, innocence, real, okay, whatever. But when you think about the, the way that that line ties in with the, the whole theme of the album, which I'll get to that in a minute, but the whole idea of do what thou wilt and taking things as they come, not being upset about the outcome of things, they just are what they are. So when he says the righteous will remain righteous, you're just what you are. The filthy will remain filthy, you just what you are. In a sense, we're all guilty. So innocent, guilty, you're still the same shit. Like there are lines on here where I was just like, Dead End Hip Hop album review, Absol, do what thou wilt, with a period at the end. Uh, before we get into the review, look, if you have been unintentionally unsubscribed from Dead End Hip Hop, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and support your boys, man. We we ain't mean for that to happen. YouTube got something going on with their algorithm. Please go hit that subscribe button if you have been unsubscribed. Also, be on the lookout if you want to become a Patreon. 2017 is going to be really dope. We are going to be more individualistic on Patreon for every current Patreon subscriber, thank you. We appreciate the support for all of our 150,000 plus subscribers. We thank you for the support. If you want to support us and you haven't done so in either of those ways, got that mug right there though. Fucking absolute, bro. Look, it, he, he let me down on these days. On these days, that, that last album that we reviewed, I, I, I was kind of disappointed with Absol. So coming into this project, I'm like, this motherfucker better step his damn game up. Cause Schoolboy done dropped some crazy shit. Isaiah done dropped some crazy shit. Kendrick dropped a fucking B-Size that was some crazy shit. Uh, who else? J-Rock. J-Rock dropped some of the goddamn crazy. All of your brethrens on this label done dropped some crazy shit, motherfucker. And you better not come with these days again. And, and when he came out with Huey New as that first single, I said, okay. He ran. He he got the memo. This motherfucker, he know. He know, he know he can't fuck up. He know he can't. Look, man. When your squad is balling and you the one guy that when they pass you the ball, you fumbling shit, you gonna be sitting on this bench right here, bruh. And I thought it was possible for him to start being on this bench right next to uh top. Like, hey, nah, nah, we not releasing nothing, bro. We we gotta have some conversations. This motherfucker right here though, this this is why I like Abso, man. This is why I like Abso. You know, one of the first things that when I went through the album that like really stuck out to me was his Jay-Z influences. Like you, you hear it every now and again, but on this project, man, like it really stuck out to me because sometimes when people are influenced or whatever, they might take like a whole type of style or something like that or a whole flow and try to make stuff their own. But what Ab did was like he just took the things that I like about Jay-Z, the motherfucking double entendres, the fucking wordplay that you're, you're not gonna get until like 10 listens and you're like, oh, that's what else he fucking meant. Yo, and, and Ab already does that by himself, but I'm just saying I heard the Jay-Z influence on this it, shit, yeah. man. Like the, like the first one that really, I'm like, nigga, this, if, if Jay-Z was coming out now and like was still Jay not influenced by all of this other coonery type shit, Invocation. 
God, that, that nigga, that was Jay-Z to a T. That track was crazy, but going to the beginning, raw backwards on all you rappers, <laughs> on all you fucking whack-ass rappers. Man, look, Abso came for, uh, Abso talked about a lot in this project, man. He talked about these whack rappers. He had some crazy bars. He had a, a underlying tone of, uh, uh, womanism and 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 kind of bigging up women and having you think differently about you know how women have been treated in this country. You know what I'm saying? How they always not just the country, just throughout history. just throughout, throughout history. <laughs> you know, like is it his story or her story? You know what I'm saying? Is, is God a woman? You know what I'm saying? All of this stuff, man. Like they couldn't vote before the. You know what I'm saying? They they, they voted after the black man. You know what I'm saying? So it, just a whole bunch of little other underlying tones and stuff like that. But I think for me, man, what really made me love this album is like first and foremost was the production this this shit was out there and i appreciate that i truly appreciate it edge to it it, de it definitely yeah. had an edge to it definitely had an edge to it but man to start off with raw then go to braille then huey knew like ah, that, that's one of my favorite songs on here and then he goes <coughs> to threatening nature and i saw the interview he had on sway regarding and they were talking about this he got rascast on the phone so to hear like how he was influenced by Raz, and then he was breaking down the lyrics to this stuff. Like when Sway was like, oh, bars, oh, bars, you know what I'm saying? Because Raz used to be spitting some shit. Yeah. That's why. Overhead. And then yeah. for 96, when what? 96, 95, 96, whatever it was. 96. Went totally over people's Because I think one of the things that they used to say about him was that he could rap his ass off, but the production seemed to be lacking. Mm -hmm. He had that Nas syndrome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, I had no problem with his production. I didn't either. I didn't either. That, I didn't, he yeah. had that West Coast, not really high road type of production, but he had that West Coast production he could for the time. Rap. Man, and that's right. all that mattered. Yep. So I thought Threatening Nature was dope, man. If you haven't, go watch that that Sway interview because because the way Abso breaks it down, you know, say like the, his hypothesis is that the chicken came before the egg. Invocation, like I I, I like how if you just look at how he worded it, right? Like I N is capital because he's saying like he's in his vocation right now. You know what I'm saying? And, and one of the hardest lines, man, I was talking about like the whole double entendre, Jay-Z shit, was when he said, um, and he has a whole bunch, but the one that stuck out to me, when he says a criminal's best asset is oh, his liability. Nigga, <laughs> I, damn, I damn near dropped my fucking phone on the plane, dog. I, nigga, I was like, yo, yo, this nigga, like, and he has a whole bunch of that type of shit. Nigga, look, look, like I said, this shit is still, a lot of this stuff is still going over my head. This album is super dope. I, I, I fuck with this. I think my favorite joint is Beat the Case with Schoolboy. Like, Schoolboy, and we and we said this, Schoolboy is the feature assassin, bro. This motherfucker, you put him on a, on a feature? God damn, you better come with your A-game, bro. This shit heavily bumps in the whip. Heavily bumps in the whip. Heavily bumps in the whip. Shit, I, I like this shit too, man. I'm glad, I'm glad that... <laughs> Abso, it seems like he's. It's like he knew we were like people were yeah, talking he about. Heard this, yeah, like yeah, about these yeah. days, like yeah, people. Yeah. He knew, he knew, and and I really felt with this album going. I had a feeling this was gonna be good. It's like yeah. certain certain points of certain albums. Like okay, well, like you said, everyone been dropping some dope shit. We all been praising their albums every time they come out with some stuff. So it's like. He, I had a feeling when I when I heard Huey, that was the only single I heard. I, I think he released like, like two, or two or three. I was yeah. like, no, I'm wait for the album. Yeah, so, yeah, um, that's exactly how I felt. Yeah, too. so uh, when I when once once it started over Raw, I'm like, man, he called out JLA Tronica. Yeah. Like, he, that's what I'm talking about, JLA. I love that. 
Troy Ave, like he's saying names, man. That's what I'm talking about. When he started <laughs> this project off with Raw Backwards, man, I was like, yeah. Well, all you rappers, you gotta say all you rappers. Raw, raw backwards, backwards with all, all you rappers. rappers. You can't like, just say Raw Backwards. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, the way he started off, I'm like, okay, yes. I mean, this album started off just, I was just like, oh my fucking god. Just like you, I'm like, man, I still, I still have to listen to this and process everything that this dude is like saying, cause Absol is that good of an MC. To where he's gonna say some shit where he, I'm gonna go back three months later and be like, damn, damn like mm -hmm. that's what he meant for there. So I really wish we had more time to sit with this album. But yeah, it started off then Braille. I thought Braille was dope. He, of course, Huey knew. I knew that one. Threatening Nature, I thought that was really interesting because he kind of flipped the name from uh, Razkaz's album, Soul and Ice, Nature of the Threat. Of the Threat, yeah, thanks, Mike. Nature of the Threat. So I thought that was really, I didn't see the interview though, but when I saw that that, that parallel of him, you know, inspiration mm -hmm. from uh, Razkaz, I'm like, damn, that shit dope. And then I'm like, damn, start the production. I thought that was one of the tracks where the production was like, shit, like that shit was crazy. And uh, Beat the Case with Schoolboy and that B switch up. Yeah, shit was, switch up was crazy. so damn dope, man. It's like, Absol is really good at giving you those topics about religion, women. This subject matter is so crazy. And, it, and I, I like how you kind of use lines from certain control songs or whatever, like, mm -hmm. you know, what's that motherfucking Dude, government, yeah. motherfucking yep. system. system. Like, yeah, like that cool. it, it ain't the same like, where you'd be like, oh, he talked about this shit already. It, he's still finding ways to be creative and kind of come at right. a different angle, which I love. So, yeah. And when he said Bohemian, it was Bohemian Bohem Grove. Bohemian Grove, that groove, man. Yeah, because we all, everyone knows that control is definitely like the album yeah. that we all love to death. So for him to still kind of get pieces from that i think that's still dope man lonely soul with punch i thought that was um dope man punch need to hurry up and drop something man because every time crazy. yes it was man like punch, <laughs> rock in the back yeah yeah punch what are you doing <laughs> man like hurry up and release an album man and drugs is another one of my favorite tracks like how he kind of talks about you know him loving the people in his life just as much as drugs because like i think mike said it earlier like he talked he referenced drugs a lot throughout this album too mm -hmm. so it's yeah i mean overall man this album was good I, I like i said i had a feeling i had a feeling that, this, that he was gonna come back and and really knock it out the park with this album and, and, and he did he really yeah, did yeah. man i'm still like i said i'm still gonna be dissecting this and be like oh snap like shit now you made me want to check out that interview he did with sway but yeah it's like man yeah absolutely you did it yeah, I loved it on the the first listen. I think when I looked at the the length of how long the album actually um, runs, I was like, "You look concerned." Yeah, hour and seventeen fucking minutes. Yeah, and, and where that where that becomes a problem for at least for me is that we got to review it. Mm -hmm. So to I mean we got to listen to it multiple times. You start to add that shit. Like if you guys really added that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hours. yeah. So, so guys, this is some damn work when we be reviewing some of these albums. That's why we haven't done another Tech 9. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, true. Facts. Yeah, no yeah. disrespect to um, So yeah, so I was, I was listening to it, man, and, and I was like, you know, I liked it on the first listen. Mm -hmm. You knew Al was, was saying some shit. Mm -hmm. But it was like, when I stopped trying to figure out what he was saying, because mm -hmm. you guys didn't even talk about the album title itself, mm -hmm. you know, how, and do what thou wilt, and how that ties into the what the, the law of love, or love is- Love is, is the law, love, love is, under will. Yeah, and then you take that, apply that to the, the theme of, the mm -hmm. underlying theme of woman. Right. This shit is deep, bro. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. like, this shit is undeniably yeah, deep, bro. It is. And how women have that, 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 the love, man, come yeah, on, man. It's deep. Like it's how deep, they just man. love, sometimes unconditionally. So that's something within itself. Yeah. That you just gotta, like, like that you gotta say, you just gotta really just sit down and, and, and really, like, digest that. 
when I removed all of that and didn't want to even think about that, the conclusion, I was just like, this is just straight fucking fire. Like I said on Snapchat, the Khaleesi dragon motherfucking fire, man. Because this shit, like, when you just listen to him fucking rapping, the fucking beats, and everything, it's like, it's like he, he, like, like you guys said, he heard y'all motherfuckers talking shit. He heard y'all talking shit like mm-hmm. Ab didn't have it. Like that was a good sports analogy he used. Like, yeah, he was like, okay. Bitch, you he don't said, want to be all right, I'm going to show y'all motherfuckers. Yep. And he came out and he showed y'all motherfuckers like, don't fucking sleep. I'm one of the illest mm-hmm. on fucking TDE and I'm going to mm-hmm. prove it. Yep. And then I can mm-hmm. out rap motherfuckers in my circle and yep. all y'all motherfucking whack rappers. <laughs> and I love that mm-hmm. on Raw. Raw backwards on all, all you rappers. Rap, on all you rappers. Like, I love that he said, get all you whack rappers out of here. Yeah. I love that he took that stand. You and I hear that whack shit no yeah. yeah, I love it, man, because we need no more. We need no motherfuckers more. that know how to rap to take a motherfucking stand and be like, yo, get that fucking whack shit out of here and let's focus, focus on fucking rapping. The thing about this project has a real dark, Samey sound to it, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And, and, it and doesn't. it's like when you really he has breaks in it and yeah, stuff. Like it's the yeah. stuff that. But yeah, but the but the tempo doesn't kind of really change. It's that dark. Much. It's dark throughout, and I think that that underlying thing is what you're calling samey, but like production. It's not a negative though. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's not. But I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't call it samey though. I, I I don't think it was samey. It's got it's got the same feeling. Yeah. The same like weird tension, dark tension yeah. about it. But yeah, I think maybe the same is not a, a great word. How the fuck do you pull that shit off? I, yeah. For an hour and a 17 yeah, minute that, that was long impressive. album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was impressive. Like what the album. Without it getting boring. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because y'all don't Cause know I was worried. I was really worried yeah, when I saw my love short album. Yeah, yeah. Each, and I think each song kind of lives on its own in this weird sort of way. And I think that may have had something to do with it too. But the like the different fuck, like, we haven't even talked about the rapping though. Talk about the fucking rapping. Like this it's nigga been. rapping his fucking ass off. So <laughs> he does a good job of keeping the album interesting with the content, the beats, and everything. Like I know y'all weren't rocking with. Like I, I rock with these days, but I'm not gonna argue with anybody that didn't. But it don't even matter. This is the return of Absol to a lot of y'all motherfuckers. Mm. And he came with that fucking heat. And this is what. We love about TDE is that everybody's out trying to outdo each other. Yeah. And when that happens, you get shit like this. Yeah. And if other rappers out there would look at them and try to beat them, imagine the high quality shit we would fucking get. I mean, I, I didn't even get into like all the other stuff that's on here. Just from a pure listening perspective of just like, I just sat down and put on the fucking beats and just got lost in it. Just listened to him fucking rap. <clears throat> and it was like, man, this shit was this this shit was fucking great. So I only heard the one single, uh, Huey Huey knew then, and I was like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. I wasn't blown away by it, but I was like, this is, I like this. This is a dark beat. I like the way he's rhyming. It's fresh. First of all, let me say real quick, I was actually really interested because of the album title, which I didn't. All I saw was D W T W, and I was yeah. like, okay. I thought that was the name of the album until it dropped. I was like, oh, do what thou wilt. I was like, interesting. So I was like, is he a fan of Crowley? And then uh, shout out to Primrock, he was talking about it on Twitter. And I was like, yeah, I wonder if he's actually gonna get into the whole 
Thelema idea. Um, so when it started with Raw Backwards and all you rappers and he's just spitting bars, I'm like, okay, this shit's dope. Braille, okay, this shit dope. <laughs> this shit dope. <laughs> I already knew he knew then was dope. Threatening Nature, um, I liked that song, but it was confusing. I'll say why in a few minutes. Uh, Invocation, I loved. Dark ass beat, the, the way he was rhyming was just, the horns in that in that beat were just yeah. nasty. And he's like, if I if I OD before I wake, I pray that I I resurrect with a hangover on the third day. I'm like, damn this shit. I love <laughs> I love this and shit. I started it um like on each one saying like he was spelling out Allah. Allah. Yeah. And then, and then he's, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Allah was, the G O D. I don't know yeah. if you caught that either. Yeah, yeah, I, I was like, this motherfucker and here is actually you know, Beat the Case was easily my favorite song yeah. on the whole album. Mm -hmm. And it's not just because of Schoolboy. I just uh, love the way they play off each other. Yeah. I think Schoolboy and Ab, I feel like they play off each other the best because they've both been in that same spot because people doubted Schoolboy for a while mm -hmm. after Habits of Contradictions. They were just like, I don't think he can, I don't think he can resurrect that. He did. Um, so yeah, that song. Off-kiltered off artists. That too. They're the two most, in my opinion, they're the two most creative lyrically and and verse-wise. Not necessarily concept-wise, yeah. yeah. but yeah. they know how to talk on the track and come right back in it. Like, yes. Like smooth. Like, like there's no like problem. It never, like, like they never even stopped in the middle of rapping and then right. come back on. Like, like you stepped fuck? away from the beat and it came yeah, back like, to the beat. The like fuck? the beat was never really there. Right. But <laughs> the beat was always in the background. Right. Drugs showed that Absol can make a very catchy song, and that's not what he's known for, at least not for me. I go to Absol for some really creative bars. I don't go to him for hooks. I don't go to him for a song that I'm gonna be like, okay, it's gonna get stuck in my head. Drugs does that. Easily, I love drugs. Love, love, I don't give a fuck. I love that song, I don't care if my voice is off. And Evil Genius, that dark ass, airy, atmospheric beat and the outro. That song, gorgeous, yes. fucking gorgeous. <laughs> yes, yeah. at the very end of it, yeah. it was just like, what's the purpose of this? But it's dope. <laughs> you know it's like, I don't know why you did this, but it's dope as fuck. Now, the only, and this isn't a gripe, but the only thing that I found to be a little uh, confusing, there were there were certain ideas and themes that didn't really connect. Either they were too loose to really fit together for the layman, um, or they just simply went over my head. But when I'm listening to this album, I always feel like, okay, that's, that can't be what it means. It has to have a separate meaning. So like on uh, Wifey versus Wi-Fi, I don't know if you guys remember that song, but he's talking about yeah. the, the, the dude and the guy's talking about his mom. And then he's like, okay, when you're looking at the phone and you're dialing MOM, it says 666. Okay, was that really just it? Like, was there what was there a bigger point to that, or was it just that this guy is saying his mom is evil? Was there something deeper than that, or is that just it? So that line kind of confused me. Um, then when you get to uh, threatening nature, there were a couple things on there that I found to be confusing. The the whole um, I mean all disrespect, but the flag was created by fags. Okay, so when I heard that, y'all know how I'm like, so when I heard the interview, I was like, okay, I finally wanna hear what he's gonna say about this because it's confusing and it doesn't really make any sense to me. All he said was, well, back in the day, they wore wigs and they had them crop pants. I'm like, that can't that was, be it. That was it. That can't be it. So I'm like, maybe there's something that I missed because that just seems like there was 
that line was put there for a reason. Mm. That's what I want to think. Then, also in that song, he also says something about um, Adam is a molecule, but Adam was a maricom. And then at the end, he says, uh, you know, until he took the leaves off of Eve and saw that ass. And I'm like, okay, so what's the bigger point of that line? I, I, there's no way you're really saying that Adam was gay until he saw Eve naked. That's not what you're saying. Is he saying that Adam, if Adam had not committed the original sin, that we would still be living this sinless, boring life? And if that's the case, then what's the point of calling him a maricon? Which we all know what maricon is. It's faggot in Spanish. So what is this, what is this underlying idea of these people being gay or faggot? I don't, I don't understand. So that really confused me. Is this stuff supposed to be looked at at surface level? Is there a deeper meaning behind these lines that I'm just not getting? Am I, am I, if I'm thinking about it too hard, it's not my fault. It's Absol's fault because he presented this album this way. And there's, I just can't see, I can't take these lines at surface level. I mean, I loved this album, but it's just, it's one of those albums where I'm just like, the more I sit with it, unlike y'all, the more I sit with it, the more confused I am because I keep picking out more lines and I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck does he actually mean by that? Um, I did like the fact that the, that he does talk about the idea of, you know, God is a woman, um, the the whole we were voting before black, black women, or before women could vote, whatever. That was a cool idea. And I did see a couple of people on Twitter that were arguing about, well, he's still talking about fucking women. And you have the song Womanogamous. Uh, Womanogamous, yes. So you have that song where I don't take that as a misogynistic song. A lot of people think that if you respect women and you love women, that that means you can't enjoy them sexually. And that's not the case. I don't think that he's necessarily sexually objectifying women. He's flat out saying, only women. I like sex. And there's nothing wrong with that. The only other thing, I'll be quick, the only other thing that really did confuse me was um, the, the Thelema idea. I feel like um, if you're gonna name your album Do What Thou Wilt, which is one of Aleister Crowley's most famous lines, um, I didn't really get a solid takeaway of how that related. Um, Do What Thou Wilt, uh, Love is a Law, Love Under Will, Love is the Only Law, whatever. Um, I, I didn't really understand what the point was with naming that something that relates to Thelema, but not really relating your album to that. So that was a little bit of a letdown because when, he, when I saw that, that was the actual title, I was like, oh, this should be really interesting. And yeah, it was dark. And yes, he did make a couple of uh, Crowley references, but it didn't seem enough in order to justify a title like that. Because there's a lot of ideas with Thelema that you can relate in a hip hop album that I think would be really interesting, the whole idea of, like I said, doing what thou wilt, doing what you want, regardless of consequences, I didn't really get that from this album. This album just seemed to be about the idea of big upping women, and I just don't see how that related. The whole idea of the lemma with focusing on nature and instincts as opposed to deities, or you know, as opposed to following blindly, if, if, if this deity says do this, you go do that. That's the antithesis of what Dilemma is. So I kind of thought that maybe he would bring that into this album, but I didn't get it. And I'm not saying this is Absol's fault. This could be just over my head. So I'm genuinely asking people that are watching this, can you connect this for me? How does this album relate to 
Thelema and how does it relate to Crowley? I heard him say I like Crowley and Crowley had some great ideas, but he didn't explain how that related to this album. That's all I'm saying. So outside of that, this is a great album. I, I loved it. I loved digging into it. I loved hearing these lines that I had to stop and think about and be like, damn, what did that actually mean? Is there, is there another meaning for that or am I just, am I overthinking it? So yeah, great album. Ah, man, if you watching, bro, I, I know somebody over there watching. I know somebody watching. But no, nah, for real, like uh, what Mike was just saying, first and foremost, thank you, Abso, for, for coming back and, and not, you know, not having top to, to, to pull that, that coach card and put you on the bench right next to him. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you came with a album that you needed to come with. You had to come out with something crazy because that's the type of artist that you are. But I'm definitely interested to see what you what you do moving forward in the, in the rest of the camp. But I would definitely love for you, you know what I'm saying, whether it's over the internet, come in person whenever you're in Atlanta, or shit, um, if we're ever all of us or the majority of us in LA, you know what I'm saying, or in Cali, because I know you're from Carson. Yeah, just wherever, man, like we could make it happen. I would definitely love for Dead and Hip Hop to be able to sit down and you break down some of this stuff and tie some of these things in together. Obviously, we've listened to it for, what is it, about a week now? Nigga. Yeah, Nigga. like I said. H man. Help me out, man. <laughs> help all of us out, bro, because there's some things in here that's just, we don't we don't know how it ties in. But overall, like, shit dope, my nigga. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it, man. Thank you for this album. It really seems like you, you, you back in your groove now, man, with this album. You know, so yes, great job. I don't know, you know say shit. Just do you, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, yeah, good job with the album. Thank you, thank you for. You know, I think there's something to be said about, you know, making an album that that's heady but still people just like to fucking just hear you fucking rap. You know, because I think depending on who you are, you kind of get the best of both worlds. Like you could just listen to it just for the sake of listening to him rap. And then you can listen to it for much deeper meanings. And I think for me, um, I enjoy being being able to do both because in, in the beginning, you know, seeing the album title and everything like that, trying to figure out like what all of that means and listening to this. But then after just removing all of that and just listen to you just rap and the beats and everything else, um, just even made it it, it it gave me a different feeling so i think to be able to get a little bit of both was was dope and that's what i like about you as a rapper man because you you say some shit but you also rap and say it well and put over some dope ass beats fourth quarter man is a good way to close out the year with with a dope ass project nothing for me to tell you to improve on i i love this project i don't want you to take my confusion for dislike it's the exact opposite because I like your music so fucking much, mm -hmm. I really want to understand it. And um, there's a lot of themes on here that, like I said, are either too loose to connect or they're just simply over my head. But yeah, like like Clevo said, I would just, I love for you to in some fashion go a little bit deeper and explain some of these, these theories and these ideas and these themes to the average person. Keep being thought provoking, keep making Smart people and dumb people stop and be like, damn, what the fuck is he talking about? Because we don't get a lot of that in hip hop. We get a lot of what the fuck did that dude just say? But we never really get a lot of what did he say? Like, what is he saying? Because so, I really want to know. Because I really want to know. Right. Because I know it's not what I think it is. There's something else there. 
So, yeah, thank you, Absol, for making a great album and ending the year in a good way. Thank you.